the more you consistently show up, take initiative, and stay open to the unexpected, the answers will reveal themselves over time. The Perspective Podcast is fuel for your mind and creative grind. Each week, we break down the art of healthy hustling, overcoming the inner critic, and growing your creative business. What's going on? You're listening to episode 174 of the Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Scotty Russell, the Perspective Collective, and my mission is to help you grow a fulfilling, profitable, and sustainable creative side hustle. At the end of each episode, I plug a listener of the week. Stick around to figure out how you can get a permanent shout out on a future episode. Super quick announcement. Got to get it out there. The three-month Side Hustlers Coaching Program Fall 2020 session is right around the corner. This is kicking off September 7th through November 29th, 2020. And there's only 12 exclusive slots available worldwide. If you're searching for extreme clarity, confidence, community, and accountability, and you feel like this is the spark your creative side hustle needs, then learn more. Enjoy the A-list waitlist by visiting SideHustlersCoaching.com. I want to start today's episode off with two quick questions. Number one, are you fed up with being creatively stuck? And what I mean by this is year after year, you find yourself in the same spot, making little to no growth spinning your wheels, and barely getting any traction. The second one, are you ready to stop consuming and take massive action? And what I mean by this is so many people get so paralyzed by researching, consuming, and watching tutorials and reading articles that they just fail to actually take some action from it. If you answered yes to either of these questions, then today's episode is for you. And it's all about staying active and open on your creative grind to get that breakthrough you've been wanting for a hot minute now. And to me, I believe there's two catalysts for the type of success you deeply desire, and both have been pivotal for any type of creative business breakthroughs that I've had over the years. My goal today is to get you creatively unstuck by getting you to, one, stop seeking permission to make shit happen for yourself. That's a big one right there. Uh, Number two, stay open to embrace uncomfortable change. And then number three, be prepared and ready for new opportunities to come your way. And before we dive in, you can read this in a blog format. Yep, I like to still write. This was written first by visiting perspective-collective.com slash 174. And if you found value in this episode, please just do me a favor. Spread the good word by sharing a screenshot or a video of you listening or working to this in the background. Make sure to tag me on Instagram as well at perspective underscore collective kill the vowels. That way we can connect and I can reshare the love back. And as always, keep an open mind and act on anything that inspires you today. Let's go. And before we dive deep into this one, this is all about being active and open, but I want to preface and be super upfront about this, that taking breaks along the way in your creative grind is hella important to avoid burnout, creative funks, and just throwing in the towel on your pursuits. Staying active is super important, but so is pacing yourself as it's a slow and steady grind, and that's what we teach here, and that's the art of healthy hustling. So when you hear me talking about hustle, uh, healthy hustling, and like smart hustle, you know you got to bake in breaks, and you got to bake in uh, light at the end of the tunnel. You can't just grind yourself into an early grave, which I've been there, so I can speak towards it, but I can also speak to the hustle part, and that's a lot of that is about that today. But keep that in mind too. So staying active. And I should add as a subheader here, and patient. So staying active and patient. For me, staying active boils down to consistency and taking initiative in my world. That's what it boils down to. So let's talk about consistency. 
I'm a big believer that consistency over time results in breakthroughs. To me, being consistent versus going hard as fuck in short bursts of intensity is far more beneficial. The latter leads to burnout and long gaps of inactivity. And that inactivity, that's what I want to avoid. Because inactivity is horrible for building a name for yourself and reminding people you exist. And when you consistently show up, even if it's just 15 minutes to an hour a day, that generates small wins and many milestones along the way. And when you string these W's, these mini wins, these milestones all together over time, you generate momentum. And momentum over the years is what leads to those huge career-shifting breakthroughs. But a lot of people don't want to be consistent because it takes work or their work isn't popping off within two weeks of them being consistent. It's like you got to string years together. Starts with days, then months, then years. And for me, it really took me about two years for my stuff to really catch on with people. It took me over two years for the podcast to catch on with people. You know, and I'm six years into this and things are really starting to cook now to the point where I get to do this full time. But it's it's consistency. And when it comes to taking breaks, I'm a big believer in like building up cues for content and scheduling stuff too. So when those breaks happen, you can still remind people you exist. Or if you've just been showing up for a long time, you can just tell people, hey, uh, I need a break like me. I just took three weeks off for the podcast. I had three episodes queued and lined up ready to go. I haven't posted on Instagram as I recorded this in like three weeks. I've never done that before, but it felt nice to take that break. And I deserve that break because I've been doing it for a long, long time. So that's the first part of this is, consistency is one of the formulas for staying active and patient. And the next part is taking initiative. And an important reminder, if you don't get anything out of this today, this is this is the main thing I want you to take away. So you don't need anyone else's permission to chase what you want and make shit happen for yourself. I'm going to say that again. You listening right now, you do not need anyone else's permission to chase what you want and to make shit happen for yourself and your life and chasing your dream. And if I had waited for permission to share my work, I didn't start sharing my work until I was like 20. You know, I was like a junior in college. And had I been waiting for permission, I probably still wouldn't have shared my work today. Uh, if I waited permission to like blog or speak or teach or podcast or even start coaching, I'd still be at my day job right now complaining about how unfulfilled and most likely how broke I was. And my biggest regret is not taking massive action sooner. So if you're creatively stuck right now, I encourage you to stop waiting for permission to make shit happen for yourself. Set it again. Beat into your brain. Uh, next, if you're creatively stuck right now, I encourage you to take the initiative to manifest your own opportunities. I encourage you to create the work you want to see in the world. I encourage you to hire yourself for the type of work you want to get hired to do. And I encourage you to share the message that you've been too scared to share. Whether it's your values, your passions, your beliefs, your interests, some crazy shit going on in the world right now. Are you too scared to share your stance? You know, that's the kind of stuff, you know, that, that'll help you get creatively unstuck because most likely that inner critic or this outsource or outside source of external uh, validation you're seeking, you know, you can't wait on these things. You've got to do it yourself because no one's going to hand your dream to you. So it's on you to make it happen. And if you're struggling to take that first step, uh, try this effective yet morbid exercise, but trust me, this works. Um, I, I think I got this from Gary Vee, and this really puts things into perspective. So simply imagine yourself on your deathbed. Yep, yep, we're going there. Imagine yourself on your deathbed, whether you're 90-something right now, you're old, 
and you beat up, bruised, you lived a long life, and you're just on your deathbed. And while you're laying there, just look back on this very moment of uncertainty and doubt of like what's holding you back from chasing what you want. And while you're laying there, is this going to be something you regretted never pursuing? You know, Sharing your work, starting a blog, starting a vlog, starting a podcast, starting a YouTube channel. Is that going to be something you regretted never pursuing? And if yes, well, okay, that usually can help reframe the petty reasons holding you back from taking your shot. So again, just a recap, staying active and patient boils down to two things, consistency and taking initiative. So continually showing up when it's not convenient over time and then just taking massive action and not waiting for someone to give you permission to do something that you're interested in. Next, let's pivot and talk about the second part today, and that's all about staying open. And maybe you're in the position where you've been active. You've been doing this for maybe a couple years, yet you're seeing little to no traction over time. Or maybe you're the type of person who is just so dead set on one path that you're missing the signs and the omens that you're meant to do something else and just like pivot or just experiment or throw a wrinkle or a tweak in what you're currently doing. You know, you're so glued in and so focused on this in the micro, you're so sucked into the micro that you're forgetting to take a step back and see the macro. And staying active is hella important, but staying open for unexpected opportunities and new relationships and just uncomfortable risks that float your way are the catalyst for shit to really pop off. Please, trust me, and I'll talk about it here in a little bit, but it's so easy to get shiny object syndrome. You know, you, you can bounce around from one thing to the next without fully committing and giving the one thing that had promise that one thing, you, you, you failed to give it time to grow during a season because you're like, okay, I didn't get results in the first week. Let's try something else. Uh, I didn't get results for this in two weeks. Let's try something else. And it's important sometimes, you know, with that thing is right there in front of you, like niche down for a season. Niche down. That's a, a huge popular topic these days. So many people have so many different things they want to do that they're scared to commit because they feel like it's going to pigeonhole. A lot of my students I talk about this with, and uh, someone Tom Ross is an expert on uh, helping people navigate the world of niching down. He helped me. But maybe that's you. You just bounce around from too many things. You're active, but maybe you're not open to niching down. But on the flip side, it's also easy to get so far pigeonholed and too comfortable in what you're doing that you're so blinded to the big opportunity in front of you to make that pivot, to make that leap, to add that new wrinkle in and try something new. Maybe you're so glued to watercolor lettering and it's not taking off and really, you know, this new thing is dip pen ink illustration. Who knows? Or photography or mixing both mediums. You know, you had this other passion that you wanted to chase, but you're so glued in to this that you failed to see this opportunity. And for me, I can speak to experience that I've been on both sides of the fence of the shiny object syndrome, doing way too much, all the things instead of like niching down, digging my feet in and just like focusing on one thing at a time. But at the same time, like I have been so locked in on something that I failed to see like there's something else out there that I could I can make some bigger moves in, you know, something else was a better fit for me. And I've had to learn to like actively embrace and welcome the unexpected. And once I had that little self-awareness antenna of like, okay, you know, this is probably the right thing to do during this season, but I need to be open for something unexpected to come my way. And when that happened, that's what surged my creative career forward, especially in 2019 uh, through 2020. And let me tell you a little bit more about this. So like in 2019, I just felt a call to finally like give coaching a shot. And I offered five sessions for like a hundred dollars. Boom. 
they flipped super quick. Like within 10 minutes, those slots were gone. I'm like, okay, there's something here. And so I gave up freelance. I gave up my online shop. Both were my bread, uh, my breadwinners, my money makers. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be open. I'm going to listen to my gut and I'm going to pursue coaching because this just feels right. People are always asking for like Zoom calls or Skype calls and I just don't have the bandwidth. But like, what if, what if I, I, I pursued this route? You know, it felt right. I was a coach in football. Talk about that here in a second. But, you know, I decided to go that route, say no to the things that actually made money that were helping my family put food on the table and paying off debt and down payments and stuff. And I said no, but I was open to other opportunities, which came in the form of like affiliate marketing and a coaching program and two people like my DeLeon and Tom Ross coming into my life out of nowhere to help me really explode my coaching career. So that's an example of like being active, but trusting my gut, staying open, following the signs and letting things flow my way that I never would have expected in the first place. And after an injury robbed me of my my football career in college, you know, I had been tirelessly searching for my identity as a creative. And maybe you can relate to that. Maybe you've been in the game for a while and you still don't know your identity as a creative. You know, I'm st- I think I'm just now finding mine at the age of almost 32 here in a couple weeks. And I've tried like everything. I swear I've tried everything. I've I've drawn tattoos. I started a clothing brand called Daydream and Clothing. We did it for like four years right out of college. You know, I had that entrepreneur spirit, but I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, I've designed logos and branding identity systems, I've done website design, I've done calligraphy and wedding chalkboards. I've sold my own products and my merch. I've created digital goods. I've blogged. I've uh, teached workshops. I've done public speaking. I've done podcasting. I've done affiliate marketing. And now, I've, after all of this, I found my groove with coaching. You know, but all those little things taught me something. Maybe this is, this is something I don't want to do. You know, that's progress. And maybe this is something I want to do. How can I like continue to have it as a branch of what I'm doing in the larger scheme of things, like the podcast? You know, that's like my main marketing channel. That's the lifeline to my business. And when I pursued these things, even when quitting seemed like the best option, I constantly stayed active and open to testing and experimenting with new creative paths until something stuck. You know, I never gave up. When shit wasn't popping off, I continued to share my work and push forward, even if I didn't have my style, my voice, and my groove mastered. You know, I still showed up, even if I didn't have those things to the point where I felt like, yeah, this is me. This is my defined style, my defined voice, my defined message, the perfect follower I want to cater to, the perfect listener. You know, this work speaks to me. And honestly, I still don't have that all mastered today, but like, I didn't let not having that figured out stop me from staying active and open and staying open and actively pursuing new opportunities to quickly fail, grow and learn. Those all helped me remind people I existed because I consistently was sharing something creative instead of throwing the white flag in or throwing in the towel, whatever you want to say, you know, I continued to stay active and post and remind people I existed and staying active and open helped me build a name for myself and gain some clout as an artist and a designer who lives in the middle of bumfuck Iowa. I used to think that I had to move to a big city in order to gain some clout, but no, it doesn't matter. You can make a name for yourself wherever you are right now in the smallest of all smallest towns, cities, villages, whatever. You live in a hut. That's okay if you got the internet and you got the drive to grind and consistently show up. Like You can make a name for yourself and you can connect with the world. And staying open and actively pursuing new opportunities, you know, help me grow my side hustle to a full-time grind and build incredible relationships along the way 
Like my best friends are people I've met online through Instagram and conferences. And those have become like my deep rooted community. You know, all my friends live online, which is wild. It's wild. So then when we all see each other, like at, unfortunately not this year with conferences, but you know, it's like a big family reunion. And, you know, as I kind of wrap things up, I want to let you know, like the answers are in front of you if you want it. And the biggest thing I've learned over my 10 years of finding my groove, I graduated college in 2010, not knowing what the hell I was going to do, you know, so lost, so lost. And like over the last 10 years of finding my groove after college and more specifically the last six years of doing Perspective Collective, you know, this is what I learned. This is the biggest thing. The more you consistently show up, take initiative and stay open to the unexpected, the answers will reveal themselves over time. And the answers, again, they come in the form of opportunities, risks, uh, relationships, and all of those. All of those, that's what's going to help unlock the next level for you to conquer is by having your sensors, your feelers out. Notice the signs, the signposts of life. Notice the omens. And things are going to come to you in unexpected ways. And you've got to stay open. You've got to be on a different frequency and open to receive these things. And it's on you to show up when it's not convenient. So be aware of those signs and omens and have the heart and guts to act in the direction your intuition is guiding you. And chase it on your own terms. You don't need someone else's permission to make shit happen in your life. Boom, I said it there again a fourth time. So stay open to understand when something isn't working. Stay open to trying new avenues that make you uncomfortable. Stay open to finding new resources to learn and grow. Stay open to being challenged on the lens in which you viewed the world or a specific subject. That seems super timely today. And stay open to admitting that you're not investing the effort to make your dream happen. Don't make excuses like I'm just too busy. When you say that, what you're really saying is that my dream is not a priority. I'm just too busy to make my dream a priority. So like how badly do you want it? Treat your side hustle like it's your full-time grind until it does become your full-time grind. That's the only way it's going to happen. And once you find the next path and you find the next steps and you get a clue where the answer reveals itself, take massive action with no regrets. No regrets. Meet the Milliers. I don't know if you've seen that movie or all, but you get what I mean. From Scotty P. Scotty P. No regrets. God, you got to see that movie. Meet the Millers if you don't know what I'm talking about. So take massive action with no regrets and get that breakthrough you've been wanting but never gave yourself the chance to chase it. PC family, I hope you found value in this one today. It'd mean a lot to me if you just shared this with your friends, your family, your following, and... If one thing specifically stood out to you, I would love it if you just share it with me, um, Instagram stories, or just DM me, email me, and let's let's connect. And if this show has helped you anywhere along your creative grind, there are two ways you can support what we're building here. First up is by financially backing the show over at patreon.com slash perspective podcast like my family at Iron Bean Coffee Company and my homie Tony Minix do. And the second way to support the show is by subscribing and leaving a rating and review over in Apple Podcasts or iTunes. Not only does this help the show grow in the arts design categories, but more importantly, it staples you in as a future listener of the week. Like this week's listener of the week comes from Kai Crown from the U.S. They title this one Lighting That Fire. They stay over the 10 years of designing for fun and finally completing my AFA in graphic design. I've struggled with gaining momentum in my side hustle. The last couple of years, I've seen a small growth in freelance work and excited to see where it goes from here. Listening to this podcast for just a few short months has already given me tons of tools to help me grow and strengthen the skills I have. 
was actually surprised with the recent Lincoln Design Co. podcast. I've been following them for a while on the Grams and finally put things together and discovered that the shop is located in Vancouver, where I live. So thanks for such an informative and rad podcast. I'll be following you over on Instagram and it's KRWN underscore visuals and trying to absorb as much knowledge as I can. So thank you so much for that in-depth response. You can go in-depth or you can just make it super quick. Regardless, you leave a review, you're on the podcast getting shout out. So as I sign off today, I want to give a huge shout out to my podcast editor, Anya Brennan, my executive assistant, Paige Garland, video specialist, Colton Bacher, social media coordinator, Hannah Schick, and the homie Nick Jenkins of Bluka for all the dope theme music you hear on the show. And as I wrap things up, I want to encourage you to keep showing up, keep putting in the work, and keep creating. You got this.